As always, this week's podcast is sponsored by Reborn Clothing, a brand focused on providing recreational and professional gym enthusiasts with the best gym wear on the market. Get yours now at www.reborn.clothing. Reborn Clothing, keep moving forward. I don't know what it is about that dude, but he draws me up the wall, eh? Just, I just can't, I can't get on board with him. He's got the shit, rat, shit rat's tail. It's like yeah. half dread, half ratty. Like, what are you doing, brother? Your ghost. Alrighty, welcome back to episode four of Catch and Pass podcast. Uh, tonight's show, we're going to go through round three results. We'll touch on uh, the Mitch Barnett situation. Uh, um, should get live results from Stocky from the judiciary if it runs on time. Then we'll go round four tips, ins and outs, injuries, and our tipping ladder. How's it going, boys? Back, back for this week, Dave and Brad. Good man, good. Yeah, man. Good to be back. Good weekend in uh, Byron, Brad. Amazing. Good to be away. Amazing. Very relaxing. It rained the whole time. Had an incident with a uh, jellyfish, uh, but. Uh, all good, good time. What, ended, away. Up, good what ended up happening with that? Anything or just a sting? It's all good. Uh, basically, SEAL, SEAL Team Six escorted a emergency helicopter to the uh, beach, beachhead, secured yeah, the right. beachhead, and yeah. taken away in a uh, helicopter to emergency. No, to avoid all fine. the hippies. Bit of vinegar. <laughs> Bit of Do they still have there. vinegar like on freely available on the beach? No. No, I think Byron's too far south that it's just not considered a thing where you uh, people have encounters with dangerous jellyfish. So I'll be, yeah, yeah, nothing. I else. swear, I swear at Noosa they got it. They have like fucking vinegar stations. Maybe stuff. up that high, but like, I don't think they do on yeah. the coast or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, all good, 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 good breakaway, good games on um, telly, good food, good drinks, piss weather, but that's Byron. Oh, yeah. that's, that's this time of year, sorry, everywhere. So could be worse, could be at work. Amen. True, true. Amen. All righty, let's uh, kick on to round three games and the results. Uh, first game up was Sharks 36 over the Dragons 12. Uh, I have to say, Sharks are sort of bruising along pretty nicely at the moment. They are um, probably weren't the team that I would have had as a bigger Surprise or a big improver this year, but geez, Nico Hines, far out. He's just just killing it every week, isn't he? They're playing with such um, such pace. I think like they're playing so quick, and I think once Moylan sort of gets back into his stride, I think it'll be great. Moylan's been pretty pretty good uh, combination with Nico Hines. Um, Nico Hines has take the lot took the line on like third or fourth most in the comp, so. Um, he's such a hard guy to defend because he's because he, he, he can take the line. He's got a great running game, but he's also got like that really good slot of hand. Um, yeah, I think they could definitely make the eight if I'm going to be a betting man this year. I think going into these three rounds, showing uh, the standard of the teams that you definitely don't think are going to make the eight, the Sharks are well above them. So you would assume that they will be somewhere, probably the lower end of the eight, but. I think yeah. they'll definitely make it. Pretty disappointing from Dragons. I mean, like, no one has given them a chance and it's starting to show, like, I mean, you know, they're, they're trying the money ball effect a lot of players with, you know, like experience and good stats. But I don't know. They just struggle to score. That's their biggest problem. Like, I think um, Jack Bird got a good try and um, Zach Lomax looks dangerous. Ben Hunt looks dangerous. But there's just not the same level of spark as the Sharks. So... I don't reckon they're going to do very well this year from what I saw. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. Based on, based on what you saw, yeah, not... Yeah. It's very yeah. early still, like a few comments being made out about certain clubs in the media and clubs that weren't going to make the eight, clubs that were going to. It's, it's still early, but I, I wonder how far or how many rounds in does that excuse cease? Yeah. Have any what I reckon. I reckon once you hit round ten, you can kind of start to get a feel. Like round three is early. Like I mean, fucking knights were on top of the ladder, and everyone was looking at them for a spoon. So 
Give it, give it round ten, and I reckon you can start to kind of feel out a top eight. It's always yeah, sort of around third, that origin. Second, period, third, yeah, second, third origin game, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. How's those zero Great Northern Hodgie? They're delicious, actually. They are John Boston. Oh, I thought, it was a, I thought it was a zero percent <laughs> Great Northern. <laughs> no, actually, not too bad. It's got the Kirk like mixed can, up for the Great but... Northern zero. No, they're good. What's that? What's that John Boston called? Tyler, get me this John Boston. A shipyard coastal XPA. Coastal XPA. Yeah. XPA. Is it XPA or IPA? XPA. XPA. Yeah. Uh, straight out of the discount bin, Dan Murphy's. It was for real. Thirteen bucks, six pack. <laughs> nice score, man. Nice Dan score. Murphy's membership offer. Always look for those little tags. Don't buy shit without them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah they're, they're good. They're a smaller can. They're only 330 mil. Um, still 1.1 standard. Decent drop. All right. Um, move on to Tigers 16. Uh, sorry, Tigers 12, Warriors 16. Oh, God, what a just. It was the worst game of fucking football I think Wasn't I've ever it watched. So and bad. It was so it was shit. So bad. The quality was so bad. Oh. Both teams were just completion rates of crap. There was just it was just horrible to watch. Like there wasn't even like good hard. It was just shit. It was horrible. And I hope they both get kicked out of the comp. They just like honestly, just <laughs> it was was one of the most average games I've seen in ages. Like both teams completed um, their completion rate was less than eighty percent. Horrible. Just. I don't know. It's just I didn't I watch that game, mean. but I saw my phone Sorry. going off on you know every minute with you guys saying this is shit. This is so bad. So many errors. That's Warriors what it, sucks. Warriors can't score. Tigers are bad. Tigers can't score. So I'm both yeah. team made twelve twelve errors each. Both teams. Crazy. It's just yeah, so bad. But and even like I, it wasn't even really the errors that were I don't think were the biggest problem. It was just just shit like they've got, got no direction man yeah yeah it was just no all around just i was really disappointed with uh reese walsh i thought oh you know he's going to be the kalen ponger or the warriors and but <coughs> he is average mate like he just couldn't really do anything and not not saying he's not living up to his hype but man they really need sean johnson back in that team i think just to get some spark well he comes back this week and i don't know it's just I don't know if he's enough spark though. That's Johnson. yeah. I'm I'm kind of with you on that. I don't I don't know. Like he's a good, good player. He, he was much better. I feel like he's sort of leveled out a little bit as far as his week to week talent goes. Mm. I don't know if he's the thing that's going to make them better. Well, my, my I think the too. Warriors need to just stay in games, man. They go in in for twenty out for twenty in for twenty out for twenty. Yeah. They just can't yeah. play for eighty minutes. Yeah, yeah. My mate said. Um, if Johnson rocks up and has a blinder, they put 12 points on the Broncos, forgetting how many Broncos put back on them. If he has a shocker, they score none, and Brisbane just goes down. Mm. Like he's, yeah. I don't think he's that big an impact anymore. Like the Johnson no. effects. Like I've, yeah. I've tipped, I've tipped the Warriors just, just because I think the forward battle of forwards and. Capewell being out maybe with a calf. I think I saw. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Captain well, yeah. out, but Brisbane a point to prove. I, I might DCE that um, tip. I don't know yet, but it'll be it'll be close. I think. Uh, even though obviously the um, and we'll get to the game in a minute, but like the result for the Broncos wasn't ideal, and they obviously didn't have the game that they probably would have wanted. I haven't seen enough from the Warriors. I just like, yeah, I don't know. They're just like they get Johnson back, but just zero. Like Dave said. They just got zero direction, and they're in and out of games constantly. So, just... so we all agree, Warriors the third team to get booted out of the comp. Yeah. Well, they're almost my yeah. second. <laughs> It'll be Tigers all the way because because they're the Tigers. But yeah, geez, Warriors. Maybe are... maybe they need to merge have like the West Tiger Warriors or something because they're then, fucking shit on their own. Then fuck off to Perth or something. <laughs> 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 how, how, how far do you want the Warriors to travel from their home to play a game? New Zealand to Perth's pretty far. No, we've been in yeah, the Warriors together. Actually, they bring in the Hunters. 
bring in the well, Apparently, team. they're going to bring in a second New Zealand team, which I think is insane. Yeah. That's the I'm, next I'm, extension. I'm a fan of that Pacific Nations team, or that's I would prefer that. I'd prefer yeah. like a combined islands team to yeah. make one. I don't know. I don't know how you'd work it. Whether they base themselves in New Zealand and play out of New Zealand, uh, yeah. which I would assume you'd probably have to do it that way. But I like that idea of having a combined um, islands team. All right. Um, so that game was dog shit. We'll move on to <laughs> uh, bunnies and the roosters. Bunnies twenty eight, roosters sixteen. Um, roosters. Roosters only completed at 69%, which is freaking low. And I've, the one thing I took out of that game was I felt like, obviously, it has the rivalry and everything that goes with it. I feel like the Bunnies turned up for a game of that caliber with the rivalry and stuff, and the Roosters just they just weren't on par with them. Well, I think Bunnies just seemed to be pretty much well on top of them the entire time. Yeah, I I was pretty disappointed with the Roosters' defense. They pride themselves all they have on their goal on defense, and they showed a little bit of grit. But there was um, they got broken up pretty easy towards the back end. Um, oh. Latrell was a big back end. Like um, he, he he was quiet, but um, his hand in the last couple of trials was pretty good. Um, Damian Cook, man, he had a good game out of dummy half. But the guy who impressed me the most was Cam, Cam Murray. Murray. Fucking hell, man, oh, he was yeah. so good. Like he is so just. Good at 44 at tackles, 12 runs, everything, man. Yeah. He does everything. He's he's like it's really hard because I would really like to see Isaiah Yo, Nathan Cleary combo at the Kangaroos level, but fuck, I don't, you can't, you couldn't let Cam Murray. Murray. Uh, no, nah, I'm definitely not. That level. I mean, Isaiah, Isaiah Yo leading the Dally M's, I heard today. Fuck yeah, me. well, yeah, he's three, three, three. I think, three, he's, three. I think he's um, he was tied no, with. No Who's uh, oh, the six for Cowboys? Um, oh, didn't. Or not didn't. No, didn't. Oh, no, not the Cowboys. No, no, no. The Knights. No, no. Knights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Um, Clifford. Clifford, yeah. Jay Clifford, yeah. Yeah, they're tired at the moment. No, no, I think Clifford. To be fair, he's having a pretty good round. Clifford, Unless, six. But either that way, might three, have games last three points yeah. per game. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which I'm a little bit surprised about. Like, he's had, um, he's had like, decent games. I'd, I wouldn't have thought that he necessarily had a, a three-vote game last week, but good on him. He's going great yeah. guns. Um, yeah, I just think, yeah, I found with the Bunnies and the Roosters, um, the, the Bunnies just at the end of the day wanted it more. I felt like they were playing a little bit more calm. In the first two rounds, it seemed to me like um, Cook didn't really, not that he didn't know the game plan or whatever, the structure that was happening, but just seemed a little bit out of touch and just was playing super frustrated. Like mm. he does get really get frustrated. Stuff, but yeah, yeah. If he doesn't get quick ruck speed, like if their forwards aren't rolling over and getting quick ruck speed, he he, he cracks his shits, and then you can tell it's pretty obvious. But man, there's probably no better hooker in the comp that can recognise quick play of the balls, quick ruck speed, and makes the good decisions. You know, like you know, he's gonna run, he's gonna pass, or is he gonna suck? the A and B defender in it. You know what I mean? He's just so good at that. Well, so. He's so good at origin level because it's there's one speed and that's the speed he prefers and that's the speed he plays his yeah. best footy at. Especially yeah, his first 100%. 10 to 20 metres is just super quick and he's fantastic. Beach sprints, baby. Beach I, was gonna, I was just had to say, yeah, because he's a beach sprinter. He's really yeah. good at... He doesn't have that big of a step on him, but he's very good at changing direction in an, in especially in behind the ruck. So he's super quick out from hooker and then he has a great change of direction to get in behind the ruck when there's lazy defenders. Yeah, um, exactly. But I mean, oh God, I'm a little bit frustrated with the Roosters because they were quite good last week and I thought this is like they're sort of kicking into gear now. Um, tell, you, tell you about a bit of a stinker. I, I'd never say he has a stinker. He scored a try, but Tedesco was really poor. He... Um, mm. He made a lot of really un Tedesco like decisions and gave the ball away. He, he you know, um, caused a try on a quick 20 meter tap, tried to push the pass to Billy Smith and stuff. And like, it's just all un Tedesco, you know, like I mean. And um, yeah, it, 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 a lot of players do it. Obviously, they're searching, trying to, to do something so much, but you rarely see it with Tedesco. But I really saw it the other night. 
It was weird because it was all done in the first half and kind of early in the first half where they were just pushing the pass constantly, like over and over. Yeah, I know. Like they were just desperate to get that. They were desperate to get that lead, man, and they just couldn't play like, you know, let's fucking complete our sets footy, kick to the corner. They were just, which is, you know, like what the Roosters pride themselves on, like building their sets, building momentum, and then letting it happen at the end of it. It'll be interesting to watch that game. Yeah, most yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. Was was Walker as rubbish in defence as they're saying in the media on social yeah. media? Yeah, yeah, he, he was pretty poor. Um, like he's I got mean, he's not a, he's not a big big defender anyway. So like it's hard you're to playing, say. You you you're playing rugby league. Some of the best defenders in the game have been his size. Yeah. Oh so yeah, for sure. Like yeah, it's, it's definitely not definitely not an excuse for like his size is isn't an excuse. But I just don't think he's you're the just, best you're defender. Backing up for the other small guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the little dudes. I just don't think that like his defense isn't good like any week, really. He's not really known as a defender, so it's hard to really tell if he defended poorly or if it just seemed worse than what well, it was because of the situation. Get this all right. So the top three missed tacklers in the NRL, they're all halves, all right. Matty Moylan, Mitchell Moses, and Sam Walker, all right. So, you know, um, it's how yeah. Yeah, it's 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 how they get helped. You know what I mean? Like Matty Moylan, like yeah, he misses a few tackles, but like the inside defender, your second rower, and your outside, your center, they got to realize this, and that's why Cowboys did really well helping JT and Broncos did really well helping lock and stuff. So yeah, for sure. Hey, I'm actually got, I'm surprised that, about Moylan because he's not a small dude, and neither's most no, really, to not. be honest. Yeah. On on that start, guess who's the who's fourth on the list for most missed tackles, and he had probably the game of his life. Against the Broncos on the weekend this year, or no, the weekend. No, no, no. Most, no, no. most uh, he's number fourth on the list for most missed tackles uh, for the season with fourteen missed tackles is um, Jeremiah Nanai. Really, right. he's got the most missed tackles out of any board. Really, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he, he, he's also yeah. got the most tries of any any forward, so I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. If you if you score more tries than you. Let in, so it's gonna win. How many? Oh, yeah, I thought that was pretty He's missed fourteen, and I tell you what, and this is the thing though. Sam Walker cops the freeze. He's missed fifteen tackles. Jeremiah Nana, he's missed fourteen, so he's only missed one less. So, yeah, right. There you go. There but you go. I think I think when you compare someone like if Cook misses at this point in the game or the season has missed fifteen, and then you go Junior Paulo's missed fourteen, it's like yeah, oh, well. Really, like, I think it's probably probably a worse. Like, Nana is making 30, 40 tackles a game. Walker's expected to make what 10, 15? That would be yeah, the difference, yeah, is the yeah, percent, tackle right, percentage, yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 It is pretty. Yeah. No, yeah. Cowboys got to get rid of him straight away. Nana, where, where are we from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. We'll move on to uh, Penrith 38 over the Knights 20. Um, Taylor May with a hat trick. Crichton had to kick four from seven goals. Uh, he did get one penalty goal. Um, Fuck that Taylor May goes good, Oji. Yeah, I'm pretty... Yeah, sucks, sucks, sucks to have depth, idiot. That was... Yeah, that was... Well, yeah, because I was pretty concerned losing the players that we have. I still hate Charlie Staines. He can eat a freaking bag of dicks. He's the most... He's the easiest tackled player in the NRL history. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, I'm just I'm just happy. I'm just happy that the players that we've lost, people have got into those positions and started to play well. Especially because we don't have a lot of um, we don't have a lot of height outside Brighton really in our backs. Like even Edwards isn't overly tall. Um, Staines isn't. I think he might be six foot. And Taylor May's not very tall either. But then and obviously his replacement is Tao, so he's pretty short. Uh, but yeah, just like. Bit of a shaky start to the year for him. Um, I feel like we're sort of just scraping by. Like, I mean, I don't think the scoreline really did justice to the game. Like, Penrith did get a few probably easier tries than what they probably should have, but the contest itself, I think, was a little. Well, bit don't closer. forget they were playing. They were playing against twelve players for. You well, know, and that's and that's essentially the when they. Like I think they scored three tries where the winger or the center went over pretty much uncontested just from the overlap. So yeah, exactly. Glad that they 
um, took advantage of that. But like the first half when it was 13 on 13, uh, it was actually like quite a good contest. Um, yeah, I think it's a testament yeah. to Newcastle, man. Newcastle looks all right this season, which is blowing me away. It'll just interest me. The teams that are looking like they're doing all right that we probably didn't expect. I'm interested to see how long that lasts, like whether they can keep the role going, like when it really mm. gets to the um, hard part of the season, like that middle to late part of the season, whether or not they can like keep doing the week to week. Yeah, I mean, it's good. Man. It's good because if you ask me after round one or even round two, I would have been like, well, we can already see which teams are going to be where. Like it was, yeah, it seemed kind of obvious, you, but then this week's kind of brought it back mm, a little bit. And, yeah, um, I mean, you got your clear top four, you got your Storm, you, yeah, you, you, oh, well, fuck, sorry, top two, you got Storm and Penrith, but I mean, you know, Storm got done by Power, but they've been known to beat Storm a fair bit. Um, Roosters have been disappointing, but I mean, Roosters, this is, they haven't been in this before. There was a stat I heard in another podcast, they lost the first two games in 2017 or 18 and they won the premiership. So yeah, and that's, yeah, the, that's right. the thing. You just don't like, you can't really base too much. Like the storm even uh, like they're not killing it. Like they've had two out of three games have been, have gone to golden point. They've lost one of them and they only beat the Tigers mm. by 10 points. I mean, they've hey, been two, a little bit we, riddled with injuries we, and stuff, but yeah. Mate, week to week until Origin, the middle of Origin, back end of Origin, tips are too hard. Like, there's, there's, some, there's some really clear-cut games you can really pick. Yeah. You don't, you really don't start seeing your six, seven, eight consistently in tips until I reckon Origin is almost over. That's the thing is you just can't. Even, like, through that Origin period, teams are all over the place. The good teams tend to drop off a little bit and the teams that aren't the doing Tigers, so well will sit that mid-range. The Tigers win a game. The, yeah, they yeah. start getting a few mm. games. They beat the Storm last year it. during Origin, so... Yeah. They started booking their grand final tickets too, probably. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it'll be that, that post-Origin part of the year where it'll. I think it'll come pretty clear pretty quickly, uh, which, like, the break of who's going to be sort of like top five who's going to be the bottom five, and then there'll be that general mashup of in the middle. But yeah, happy with Penrith. Um, glad they're still kicking on. Um, Cleary's back the this wins, week. Right? So, and that's, that's yeah, like, there have been a couple of shit wins, but at this time of the year, I'll take them. It's all points. Um, yeah. Next game, we got uh, the Storms 24, Para 28. Uh, like I said before, Storm into another... Um, golden point game, second one in two weeks. Uh, Stone uh, is gone for the season. He uh, scored the match winning try, but did his knee when he landed on the ground. I don't know how he, like, I don't know how he did it. It's, it's knee, knee first or yeah. something. I don't know. It didn't seem like no, that. No, it, but... no you never... watch it again. It's during the sidestep, man. Oh, is it? 100%, yeah, during the sidestep. I thought he went, like, just knee first yeah, into got, the ground when he went to put speed, the ball down. Got the speed wobble. Nah. Yeah. Tell you what, man, um, Melbourne looked... Funky. Oh, fucking, what's his name? Well, they, they did, but, geez, um, Brandon Smith brings a lot to that team, man. Like, oh. Um, he, was, he was really solid, but, like, to, to Paris' credit, like, you know, as much as I dislike these cockheads, but Moses and um, Gutherson, they were Rich. really good, man. They were really good. Like, um, when they're on song, fuck, they're a good combo. And Mitch Brown too. Like Mitch Brown, he's he's he, he's underrated. Like so underrated, I, I think. Yeah, you know, like um, what's Brown? Brown the, in the middle, the five eight. No, no, no. Oh, which Brown are you talking about? Mitch Brown, the five Mitch eight. Mitch Brown. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mitch Brown. I'm trying to think of his hasn't. Are you thinking of the blonde fella? Skinny. Yeah, one who one got caught fucking pumping away in a dunny a couple of years ago. Sonny Bill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mitch Brown. Don't fucking fuck me. I swear it's it, Mitch it, Brown's it, name. No, Dylan, Dylan. 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 Oh, Dylan. Sorry. Sorry. The other Brown's that that Terry Tough guy. Yeah. Yeah, who's pretty soft. Yeah. 
Yeah, Sorry, correction to all that. Dylan Brown, man, he was um, the he, best he, defensively. He yeah, he was the best defensive back in the comp last year, which I had no idea until I heard that. And um, yeah, he just brings a lot to that that combo with Gustafson and Moses, man. Like he just um, like Moses does his thing where he sees him around, but Mitch Brown, man, like I thought, I just thought he had one of his better games in the of the year. Dylan Brown. I said fucking Fuck Mitch Brown again. <laughs> you Fuck did, what yeah. the fuck was I thinking about Mitch Brown? <laughs> Who is Mitch Brown? I don't think there is one. I have no idea. I don't think the other brand's Mitch either. No, it's not. Boy, no Mitch idea. Brown, if you're if, if you're listening, <laughs> Mitch out, bro. What yeah. is he? Let what us know who, who are you? Who do you play for these days? I don't figure it out. Was he a former Sharks player? Mitch Brown. No, I don't think so. I don't know. Anyways, don't know. it was a pretty good game, wasn't Stocksy. it? Like... Stocksy. Google who Mitch Brown is. Yeah. What does he do? <laughs> Um, the other thing as well, Raystone scored the the last two tries, not just the match winning try, he scored the seventieth minute as well. So. Yeah, RC tries um, too, especially that first one oh, we got. So this is interesting what I heard. So he's done his ACL and I don't know, tell me if this is breaking news for you guys, but do you guys know that? So he, he's done for para. He won't stay yeah. there at all now. So what what will happen now is he'll go to the fucking uh dolphins because um Something I heard on a different pod the other day was some clubs, um, like as soon as a player is signed for a club for the next year, they want to go straight away. So they're in their rehab system and their rehab program. Where oh, right. you I guys remember, yeah, yeah, there you go. So do you remember when Jack Burt's on with Brisbane and he yeah. was with Cronulla? So when he did his um, did his knee or whatever he did, he stayed with Cronulla. And the critic was that while he stayed at Cronulla, the rehab guys were like, he didn't get the hundred percent treatment that he probably should have got because they were like, well, you know, like. You're not a current first grader. You're going anyways. We're going to treat, you know, the squad yeah, right. better. And supposedly that kicked off a big thing. And so, you know, Josh Hodgson from Raiders, he's, yeah, he's so left Canberra, mate. Yeah, so he's he fucked off. went to the dogs, did he? No, nah, Parramatta. So Parramatta. He's, yeah, right. Yeah, so, he, so he's yeah, right. down there now um, doing the, all the rehab with Parramatta, even though he's not playing against them next year. So I heard that the other day. I thought that was pretty interesting. Well, it makes yeah, sense, right. doesn't it? For that reason, yeah, like you said, like they're not gonna if they if they know they're gonna leave them, why they put all that time and effort in? I mean, they should, but why would they? Why would they? You know what I mean? Like yeah. they got heaps of other players that they need to prioritize. Yeah, it's true. It's crazy. Cool. Um, oh, the one thing we we're saying about Gutho and Moses, mm. like they're playing well, but it's just like the thing that annoys me, and it's the thing that I just can't get on board with them is like Gutho scores that try. To mm. I'm pretty sure it was the first try to make it six all. Yeah. They get up and neither of them celebrate the try. They get up and both of them start whinging to the ref about something. And it's something trivial too. It wasn't even like Yeah. It's fuck, honestly it's just a it's a culture thing. Just, as fucked as it is with those two. Like, and that's what shits me about them is like their culture is a win at any cost. Like they don't give two shits about their integrity and they will sook every decision every time. Um, that they have a chance to complain to the ref, they'll do it man, straight away. So, and you know, people can say, "Oh, well, fuck it, that's just their competitiveness." And you know what? It probably is, but that's just what they do. They just constantly are in the ref's ear, no matter what. I think Mo- Moses is worse for it. Yeah, oh, he's way, way worse. Yeah, I just I liked I, him. I liked him better when he was a nobody at the Tigers. I find that para players, in particular, those guys, have the sort of similar syndrome as what I saw the Raiders players have in Canberra where they're like the kings of Parramatta. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they yeah, probably 100%. hang around Parramatta all the time. Everyone, like every place they go to eat, they're like getting the table and just being treated probably it's better dude, than what they should dude, be. Dude, yeah. Dude that you know don't even go for them buying polo shirts. Yeah, like yeah exactly. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But yeah, I just feel like they have that, that arrogance about them that just – Drives me nuts, and I feel like it kind of ruins their um, persona a little bit. Because even like people talking about the King Gutho stuff and all that, that, all that sort of stuff's pretty much died down now. Like no one really has that with him anymore. Dan and Kemp for that. Fucking losers. Friend of the show. <laughs> all right, so Mitch we'll Brown on. used to play for Cronulla. Just a heads up. That's what oh, did he? How many games did he play? How many games? <laughs> Three. Nah. 41 and he played he? 40 for Just the West Tigers and, and four, he played he's played 48 for Canterbury 40 for the West Tigers 41 for Cronulla 
Who is this motherfucker? Oh, Show me a photo. You saying Mitch, you saying Mitch Brown? Oh, did, like is he a center or something? Yeah. Paint house is trying to eat. Yeah, I can see Paint house. Yeah, yeah, he was a center. Well, I'll put him up in. I'll put a photo of him up in the edit. This oh, is so. Mitch Brown. This guy right here. If you're wondering, number six, Parramatta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, next yeah. up, we got Raiders twenty-four, uh, Titans twenty-two. Um, Titans giving up the twenty-two nil lead at halftime. Normally, it's the other way around. Normally, it's the Raiders fading off towards the end of the game and then losing. So I'm surprised that they actually had the Cags to come back and actually do something. Yeah, it would have loved to have been a, a Cags. It would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in the Raiders dressing. Whatever Ricky said, bloody hit him up. Maybe he said he was going to give him a ban from Mooseheads and bloody uh, <laughs> Unibar or something. But no, whatever he said, yeah, they came out and um, they absolutely dominated through the ruck in the middle like with their forwards. And Titans, like... They really went to water on the edges. Like, like that's where they licked the tries. But um, really impressive comeback from the Raiders. And honestly, like as much as sometimes I dislike this player, I don't think there's a better ball running half in the comp than Jack White. And when he's on, a eh? like yeah. when he's on, he's good, that's man. the problem. He's, oh, he's so big body cold man. lately. That's the thing. Yeah, he's such a big body, but fuck Jack, man. No, no. Wait to wait. Half time, half time. Ricky Stewart said, "If you guys get up, I'll no longer be on the sidelines during the game." Yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. actually, he, he he was up in the box of this game. Maybe it's a little omen or something. He shouldn't be was down he? the sideline. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah weird. Yeah, it was, it's crazy don't stop, how don't stop doing it, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's crazy how um how quickly that game swung with the halftime. And obviously, Titans, uh, they've been playing pretty well this year, but under like when the tide really turns for them, they they just struggle. Like as soon as they lost control of that game, it was gone and they weren't getting it back. Yeah. Yeah, they um, they really need a, a good number seven. They really need what's-his-name back that they signed. Yeah, Fogarty. Once Fogarty comes back, I, I actually think Titan, uh, sorry, Raiders might make a charge. Fogarty comes back. I think Starling looks fucking real good at nine. He's pretty quick. He reminds me a bit of Damien Cook. But I think if they can keep this up, a couple of wins here and there, and they get Fogarty back, and if um, Whiten stays fit, and Joseph Tarpany, Rapana, all those players, Rapana, man. yeah, 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 I reckon they could they could make a run for the eight. That's about it. I think um, you know a lot about the Raiders. Sat, mate. <laughs> I think uh, Fogarty's out long long term, from what I read before. He's coming back. This year, I just don't know where it'll it be might this be like, year, but I think it's I think it's um, like post origin or something. Yeah, it's it's a while because uh, I, I remember real, his name, thinking, "Geez, that's a big loss." Probably for at him. a real convenient time, though. Yeah, could be, could be. Just sorry, Titans but... need to work on their defense, man. They got no drama scoring points. They had some incredible cries, um, really good attacking cries. Um, but, but they can score. They, they can. Score 30 and get up 40 in the same half. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly right, man. Yeah, around... Um, I think Tino is good. Yeah, he's so out. good, man. And you know what I love about Tino is he's one of the props or one of the guys who, who loves loves the contact. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he loves looking for that shit. Like, that's why I love him for Origin. And he, um, he, he doesn't shy away from, like, you know, having a battle with the opposite prop. He's, he loves yeah. that type of stuff. I just hope he doesn't fall off. Because he's he's such a great player, and we need those types of great players in the game. And yeah. he had he was pretty quiet last year. Didn't probably wouldn't have had the best years he's had. Um, I just hope he keeps this going and really builds on it and makes something of a like, of a career. And he just doesn't turn out to be one of these oh, yeah. should have, could have, would have players. Yeah, for sure. Um, just on uh, Jamal Fogarty, he's yeah he's out uh, with a knee till around fifteen or seventeen. So it's fairly yeah, shit. Term. That's that is long time, yeah. Yeah, but they get Nick Rodrick back this week, or however you say his name now. Okay, something. And uh, Jared Croker, I believe, is back. That knob end Seb Chris is out with COVID. Thank God. I don't know what it is about that dude, but he draws me up the wall, eh? Just, <laughs> I just can't, I can't get on board with him. <laughs> He's got this shit rat, shit rat's tail. It's yeah. like half dread, half ratty. Like, what are you doing, brother? Yeah. Morgan Harper for me. Oh, it's rank. Oh, mate. Morgan Harper. Oh, him he's... too. Lionel Richie. Oh, <laughs> I fucking what a cannot stand him. Isn't he? 
Oh, and if you're listening to this, Arthur, which you might be a popular podcast, but just don't look for me. But fuck me, I hate the look of him. Oh, it, oh yeah, it's just like that shit mo. And he's a, he's a friend of a friend. Of the <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. Uh, all right, we'll um, go into oh, rough game. Four Broncos twelve to the uh, Cowboys thirty-eight. Um. Oh, I don't know. Dave, you, you can go into it a little bit more. Oh, it's just look, once it's just one sided, wasn't it? It was well I I, take take you know, like it's a combination of Broncos played shit and Cowboys played at their best. You know Very what I mean? Well, so yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh Cowboys completed 34 out of 37 sets. That's fucking ridiculous. You know, um 91%. Broncos completed 25 out of 35. Yeah. That's shit. Um, you know, we struggled to break the line. Um Another thing I, I found too, and it was really disappointing because I had such raps on him. I'm sure you guys did too, but Tony Staggs, man, he just he made a lot of crucial errors out of the blue. And um, yeah, like sure he's a damaging runner, got a big fan, but Valentine Holmes gave him a bath, man. He fucking there ran rings around. I, the the commentary at one point was saying that it was it was in the first half. It was probably the 20 30 minute mark, and I was saying. Val Holmes has touched the ball like seven or eight times to yeah. Stags one. It's like he, yeah. I agree that he needs the, he probably needs to get early ball, and I would have thought that a half like Reynolds would would give him that. But at the same time, brother, fuck, you can't just you can't just hang out on your on your edge and just wait for the ball to come I, to you. You've yeah, but go. I don't. Well, I don't think he's going missing. I don't think he's getting. The, I don't think he's getting the service. I don't think he's getting the respect from the halves. He needs the ball more. Yeah, come in he and does. look for it. Yeah. Kick returns, but yeah. But yeah, but I mean, I, I just look at our other center, Herbie Farmworth. Um, believe it or not, yeah. he's on top of the he's, he's he's on top of the try scoring list for the for the comp um, with four, with four, and he's he's just always in there looking for work. And yeah, Stags doesn't come look for work. And yeah, definitely. Stags is more damaging than Herbie. When he gets the ball with space, you know, he's got a great bend. He's a great runner. Well, look at the but, run that he had when they actually give it to him. I know, yeah. mate. I know. It's like fucking straight away from the gods. They brought up an, in the commentary again a good comparison as far as Santa goes and when you're not getting the ball and going looking for it. And a perfect example mm. of someone that did that was, as for the Broncos especially was Hodges. Like, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. He played, oh, just about the, played in the centers his whole career, basically. Right center too. Right man. center. If you know league, right center is not your attacking center because majority no, of you halves go off right are, to oh, left. Oh, yeah. Exactly right. So your left center is your attacking half. And you're exactly right, man. But just one thing I noticed as well, one more diss on our team was the most errors in the comp have been from Selwyn Cobbo and Katoni Staggs. And they're the fucking center and wing pairing. And they are they have the most negative plays they call it in the NRL stats yeah. So I mean like that that and you know like the big raps on Cobo and yeah, he's great with the ball and, and runs hard, but I saw him ragdolled a few times and you know, so between them and how many games, three games, they've had twenty errors in three games. Just them two. Crazy. Well that's pretty bad. Which you would think that they would be one of the most damaging center wing pairings in the league. Well, they should be. If you, well, like, exactly right. Mate. You know what I mean? It, you know, but they're just yeah. not. And then, but then you add yeah. on to that, like the first two kicks from Reynolds in the second half. Yeah. One kick went out on the full, and then he fucking the drop out. Who kicks a drop out out on the full? Like, yeah, it's hard to do. Yeah, it's unforgivable. And you know what? Like, I put it down to Reynolds had a pretty average game. I watched his game last week with the doggies against it was against the doggies. A lot better. He's just got to go back to Reynolds strikes me as a player. You know, he's not gonna. You know, is show and go and Brisbane? break the line. Sorry, mate. Is his heart in Brisbane? Yeah, I think it is. Think I just coming, think. Do you think he's coming around? Oh, it's hard to say. It's, it's it's two games, but I just reckon that he needs a few W's, man. He needs a couple of wins, yeah. get that confidence because he went to shit. And the other thing, which to be honest, mate, and I it fucking stings me saying this, but Tom Dearden gave him a bath, mate. Tom Dearden was our outcast. He's sitting, yeah. believe it or not, he's on top of the NRL for tries. Him and Mitchell Moses, they're Did on five eight. Tom, Tom didn't know, like Tommy didn't get a rough time. Uh, well, had a, got a rough time, I guess, in circles uh, close to us. You know, Bronco supporters. The, the dude you could almost technically still class him as a rookie. Hasn't even oh, played yeah, thirty games. Sure. He's young, but, yeah. So, 
how good's his combo with um Chad Townsend? Chad and Chad Townsend, he does a lot of the kick, and he's most had the most kicks in the in the comp. But it actually, if anyone was to say which combo in the halves won't work out of all the combos, no offense, Brad, but I would have said that combo. Oh, and for sure. I've been yeah. people did. Com- people did. Com- yeah. yeah, and completely proven wrong. They're fucking and great job to um who's the coach Toddy Payton for re- recognizing that and getting them to work together. So. Do you, think, do you worry, big, Dave? Big that, do you worry, Actually, Dave, yeah. that Reynolds um, is he's essentially the marquee signing for Brisbane, especially this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think that that is going to have some sort of effect as far as like a bit of pressure and just being not really no, to no. Like, be the expectation of turning the Broncos around? Not really. I think Reynolds, honestly, like he's too experience man you know he's won a gf he's played in two gfs he's played in origin like i think he's too experienced to let that that shit kind of rattle him ask me again in round 20 but i think at the moment i don't think he'll he'll be too rattled by the pressure but i think what will frustrate him is errors from outside backs and that's where we're getting killed because like our yeah. forwards um you know Payne house is fucking still leading like a lot of the stats as props paddy carrigan come back from his acl is killing uh Kenan palace here so forwards wise we're not too bad but where we really struggle is errors from outside backs and we don't have any spark at the number nine, but Jake Turpin, he doesn't do anything for me. He makes a hundred and fucking million. He's third on the tackle list or something. He's killing it for yeah. tackles, but no spark there. And our number one, Tessie New slash whoever, well, I suck has gone, but Tessie New, like there's not a lot of spark there, you know, like he just, is, where is you he, look is at, he too small and lacking confidence? Yeah, possibly, mate. But I mean, like I look at guys like, um, Fuck the opposite, the hammer, mate. Like the hammers are yeah. pretty, you know what I mean? Like it, he, he did his job well and, and he can pass. Tessie really, he can't pass, but not only can he not pass, but he doesn't bring the ball back with a lot of gusto. Say the Panthers fucking fullback, Dylan Edwards, mate. Like he is all about bringing that ball back as quick as he can, as hard as he can to give the most running meters for his team, the best field position, gets involved. Like we, I don't know. I don't know whether we need like uh, a hard working fullback like a Dylan Edwards, or we need like a Kalen Ponga marquee flashy fullback. But I think you need a hard working we need fullback. Look. I need that. Mm-hmm. That's the thing where I think the Broncos are struggling is that um, like the sort of basics of the team, yeah, not doing what they should be doing. So you know, I don't think I think the last thing you need is the flash. I think the thing is need yeah, yeah, people who are going to when they're getting behind on the scoreboard. They're going to want to have that big play to turn the tide and be it Tessie New who catches the ball on his trial line and he thinks, mm. I'm getting at least to the 20. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's like fair, die trying sort of thing. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just – it's a bit disappointing. Um, look, obviously, I'm not a Broncos fan. I'm not that invested in them. Yeah. But I really thought that, the, like, there was something was going to change with them. And I mean, it was only yeah. one game, so who knows? Um, well, that's right. We'll and see soon, but yeah, I don't the, know. The big problem, mate, is we've had two years of mediocrity and two years of throwing in the towel and that type of... That's with a lot of the players. And we did bring in Capewell. We did bring in Ryan James. We bring in Adam Reynolds to kind of stop that. But in all honesty, mate, on the weekend with Capewell, with Reynolds, with Ryan James, when the Cowboys started to get that roll on and I was like, fuck, like we need the... The experience got to step up, mate. Everyone's head was down, like last year, like the year before. So um, they need to have that. I don't know, like that. Don't throw in the towel attitude, and I, I, I think we're going to be a momentum team. I think if we're going to, you know, like get on top of the scoreboard early against teams, I think we can probably run away with it. But I think yeah. if we're down in games, and I know it's fucking three get three rounds in, but if we're down in games, I can't see us fighting back after us on the weekend. I heard a good. Um... Good comment today. I can't remember where I heard it, but it, they were saying that when a team's winning, winning's contagious. So you have that expectation of winning, but it's yeah. the exact same with losing. Losing yep. is ah, so as true. contagious, maybe if not more. But when you when you have the confidence, when you are winning games, it's sort of it almost games become easier to play because you sort of have that expectation that things are going to go well. I think it's way worse the flip side of that is when you're losing and you're trying to dig yourself out of that hole like, oh yeah yep yeah and because like, like you just said you, broncos have been in in that hole for a while now do you think yeah like two years is a fucking long time mm. 
mm. for a team to just be just lose and be negative and that negativity from losing guarantee 100% is going. But it's also the pressure they're probably feeling as well. Like the massive, you could say one massive. Well, the the proudest club in Queensland, and they're copying it from their fans. They're copying it from the media. They're Damn copying it. it from. Yeah. So and they're not they're they're not going to. Brisbane aren't going to just lose more games than they win this year. You can do the math on whatever that means, but they'll come back. It's just. I it's, yeah, uh, I agree with you. I agree. I just yeah, but. It, but like the thing is, is they will come back. It's three games in, as we've been discussing. It's not. I don't think it's an issue yet, but there's some shit there that needs to be addressed. And I, I, that's the thing. I think it it's only it's only small. I think if, if a couple of things start going their way, things will change. Yeah, a hundred percent. Stags gets Stags gets the ball. They work out Tessie at the back. Uh, they they lose the errors. They come back. Maybe a couple of wins real, real soon from being behind at half time. Yeah. Well, mate, I'm a Cowboy supporter. I know all these things that like you have to do to win games and you know alternate situations or scenarios. So, um, we'll see. but yeah, yeah. Like I said, early days, so anything can happen. I mean, I think exactly. the a silver lining for them is there is a lot of rubbish teams that they'll probably get good wins over this year, which I think will help. Well, I mean, look, look, I, I really, really expect a big win against the Warriors. Um, this weekend, and if we see the same shit, and if we get uh, dusted, fuck, it's gonna it, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty bad up in Queensland if that happens again. Is that a home game for? No, no I'm talking about the Warriors, but yeah, well, where the Warriors? Central, Central Coast. Is it Redcliffe? Are they? Well, I, think, right. I think it's Redcliffe. Yeah, maybe. It yeah, is. yeah. Well, I'm we sure should still get the base. No. Not even a little bit. Uh, last game, uh, Manly uh, thirteen over the Dogs twelve. I said last week that this was the game that Manly have to win, and if they don't, then I'm off them for the rest of the year. I still might be off them. I'll give them one more chance <laughs> because I don't know. No, what pretty disappointing, <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on with the dogs. They kind of are doing what I predicted in the fe- in the sense that they bought a bunch of superstars that don't necessarily go together. But somehow they're sort of at the same time keeping themselves in games. And I don't know how they're doing it because they don't look very good. However, they're like, they yeah. seem to like get these. I mean, Burton's got a great kicking game and that helps. Um, it definitely helped the other, the other day. In the weather was fucking rubbish. Yeah. He took he took um, uh, Tom Turbo out of the game by putting up these ridiculously high sixty meter tall bombs, and just gave the defensive line plenty of time to move up. And as soon as Turbo caught the ball, he was getting shut down. Um, but I mean, jeez, man, they got the win, but they made eighteen errors. Yeah, I saw that, and um, wow. that's they were they terrible. were really scrapping, man. Just it was I mean, a, it was a blood drop again. It was just like the weather was shit, so you can probably excuse it. But eighteen errors for uh, for a team that's at the, probably at the start of the year, a lot of people had them in and around the sort of top four, top five, like yeah. in with those better teams. Yeah, the dogs did score two pretty quick tries in the first. 14, 15 minutes, and they basically did nothing with it. The fact yeah. that the dogs didn't score a try for 55 minutes or 65 minutes, and Manly only just managed a one point win. I thought, did it go to Golden Point or did it get it before Golden Point? I think it might have got it before. No, it was before Golden Point. Yeah, it was, it was about Golden. 40 seconds left. Yeah. So the fact that Manly couldn't beat the dogs. When the dogs hadn't scored after the sixth mm. of the fifteenth minute, it's mm. I just don't know what. I mean, I don't know what's going on with Turbo. I, don't, I can't tell whether he's just not in form or if teams have figured him out and they know how to shut him down. I, th- I think it's might that, be a combination I, I, of both. I think they figured him out. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't have expected that the dogs would have been able to put that kind of game point. Like they may well have copied what other teams have did done to him in the first couple of games with Penrith. I just yeah I don't know I 
I can't I can't really put my th- finger on it because he seems it seems like the effort's there with him, but he's just not getting the result that he did last year. Whereas no, I, every time he had the ball, it's like he had spiders on him and no one wanted to get near him. Well, well, the, the thing is, the thing that he had last year is two things. He had space and time. And this yeah. year, he hasn't had any space or any time. No, and yeah. that's and that's just all the teams are doing. They're just giving him less space and less time to do yeah. to, to be Tommy. Which is and, um, a bummer for him. That, because, it is, yeah. Yeah, what do you do? All right, so that wraps up um, round three. We will... Oh, before we go into the... Um, Tips and preview of round four. Goodfellow Stocksy has informed us that Barnett got found guilty, obviously, of uh, reckless dangerous contract. And he got six weeks. I'm kind of surprised about that. I think honest. I think he's gotten off a bit lightly, eh? I really do. And I saw, like, Paul Kent, fucking Bellin, talking on 360, trying to justify that mm. there's this thing where they... Um, I can't remember the exact term. Yeah, like defending yourself or going like... It was kind of like a... Bracing for contact thing. Yeah, yeah. it was like yeah. a, a thing that they do if players can run through and they get there as a decoy, they sort of tag them until they know that they don't have the ball and then they sort of like... And then they sort of move on. And no, it's that's, Paul Kent's, like, that's from Paul Kent's playing experience so in the three games. That that's what it's like. But the thing is, which I kind of commend him a little bit, um, even though he's just as much of a dipshit as the rest of them. Um, who's that other twat that's his co... Buzz? Nah, nah. Who, who the one James took over? Nah, the one that took over Ben Eichen. Oh, Braith. Braith. Absolutely. Oh. Another bellend. But he was... He's he sort top of, three bellends in the oh, game. Oh, dude. Fuck. I have no time. Morgan Harper said Chris... Long-ass face. <laughs> he um, he was, he was even said to Kent, like, you sound like you're an idiot. Like... <laughs> you can't you can't justify that at all and he was because nah. Kenty was going back to this I can't remember what he, I wish I could remember what the terminology was but it was kind of like I think it was called tag and release like you sort of you're tagging them until you re, you know that they're not going to get the ball and then you sort then you release them and then you mm. move through to the defensive line that was kind of what Kenty was alluding to was that that's what he was doing and he sort of braced himself as he went past and it Wraith, was, it, obviously being an ex-player, was like, that's not what you do. Like, even even if you were doing that, you there's no need for that kind of contact. Like, there's no need to have your arm raised at all. Because even if you're going to make a tackle, you're not, how are you making a tackle at someone with your arm? Six, six weeks was light, but... Yeah, yeah I, I don't many, know. Like, oh, I thought they were going to make a bit of an example of him, mostly because he got sent off. I thought that in itself yeah. was going to give him a little bit more. But, I mean, having said that, six weeks is a fair chunk of yeah, um, I'll, I'll send you something in the group chat later. There's a guy from Super League on the weekend. He got 10 weeks for, a, like, a tipping tackle over the horizontal. 10 weeks. 10 weeks. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bad. But I still think Barnett's is worse. And he got off for six. Way so. worse. Because mm. even with um, – if you look at um, – what's his name? The dude that hit um, Joe Manu last year. Mitch Brown. Or worst. worst Latrell. Latrell. Latrell, yeah. How the fuck did I forget his name? Um, HIA. 15 minutes off. He, um, Mitch, even Mitch, his, Mitch Mitchell. Even his hit on Joe Manu mm. was bad, like 100%. But yeah. at least he was in the in the motion yeah. of making a tackle. Correct. Mitch Barnett was just essentially running past him and just give. Give him a exactly. right elbow to the, the mouth. The, like, the ball was out the back. Like, yeah, it's it was not even anyone near him. But anyway, yeah, so he's got six weeks. So yeah, eat a dick. Should have got more. Um, right, we're going to round four tips and preview uh, as well. Should have kept his wife's name out of his fucking mouth. <laughs> Keep your wife's name out of my fucking mouth. Like that bitch. Um, right, so round four, we got the Titans and the Tigers. Um, Robertson, um, the most overrated winger in history, um, Mamalo, uh, back. Uh, Jaden Campbell and um, Philip Sami are out. Isako comes in and makes his debut for the Titans at fullback, and Thompson comes in on the wing. And I heard, I say I've heard, it was from Dobbo, who's another fucking bell end. Who thinks he knows everything but knows nothing? He's mm. from Triple M, so fuck you. Yeah, I don't know. Um, 
he said that Wallace has been named as 18th man, but apparently he's going to play. I, gar- I bet you he doesn't because God knows it won't go. Jared Wallace? Yep. No, so, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> Peter. Yeah, he's making a comeback. <laughs> little ring. Um, little ring, ring. Yeah, I, I, I've gone the upset in this one, boys. I've gone Tigers. I think you got the Tigers. Yeah, I have took them. I reckon they'll I'm have not their tipping first those win. dogs all year. They can <laughs> suck a fat one. <laughs> I just think, and look, you it's can, a stupid tip. It's one of those. It's one of those. Oh, that they got to win sooner or later. Tips, and I, from what I saw from the Titans in the second half against the Raiders, it was fucking bad. And I don't know, Jermaine Asako first game at fullback. Um, he can be rocks or diamonds. Trust me, yeah, I know. So yeah. yeah, I've gone for the upset. Whereas Stocksy would say Turd City. Um. <laughs> I would have agreed with you with the Titans given their game last week, except they're playing the Tigers, and I don't think the Tigers have the CAGs to turn the game around at halftime and score how many points they need to win. Um, so I've gone the Titans. What are you going, Brad? Titans. Next game. Hang on. What did Stocks <laughs> go? Uh, I should have screenshot those. Give me a minute. He, he would have gone Titans. Uh, yeah, he went he Titans as well. Um, so next game, Sharks first Knights. Um, the big Ponga comes back in for the Knights, which I think is going to be a uh, pretty big in for them, but I've still gone with the Sharks. Yeah, I've changed my tip. As soon as I heard Ponga was back, I've gone back to Newcastle. I think mm-hmm. I saw enough from them round one and two. And to be honest, mate, I saw enough from them against Penrith, like 12 players. I thought yeah. they looked, yeah. you know, they looked all right. So I think with Ponga back, um, I think they could. Um, Maybe get over the line, but I haven't said that. Shark's pretty hot. Nico Hines, he's a hot boy, wet hair. So, hot boy. Oh. yeah. Um, it's it was honestly probably the hardest one to tip, if I'm being honest. And the only thing that got me over the line was uh, Pong on his back. I went Newcastle. It'll be probably potentially the game of the round, to be honest, if you look through the games. Hopefully. One. Uh, what are you going, Brad? Cronulla. And yeah, Stocks went Cronulla also. Uh, Penrith and Bunnies. Penrith have. Uh, this, is the, this is this is the game of the round, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it could be. Yeah. You know what? I'm I'm so happy that Cleary, Fisher, Harris, and Liam Martin come back into the team, because oh, good if Penrith had have fielded the team that they had this week, and then the Bunnies beat him beat us this week, and then being the grand final rematch, and then the Bunnies took out of it something along the lines of. They beat us after losing the grand final. Even though we've been under strength, that would have pissed me off. So, yeah, so Cleary, Fisher-Harris, and Liam Martin are back in. Um, Taffy's been named at 8th man. I can't imagine a reason why he would actually play. Um, But I have gone Penrith, obviously, and Stockswire has also gone Panthers. What do you got? I've gone a spike, spike tip here. I've gone rabbits, mate. You fucking dirty dog. No, nah, I... fucking dirty dog. You've got a very contentious, very controversial uh, pick tips. tips going so far. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, well. There's a couple of reasons. Um, I want to get back to the top where I belong <laughs> on the tipping ladder, and my reasons um, are tenfold. <laughs> and <clears throat> I just think I, just, I I like what I saw from the rabbits against the roosters. They were, good. Do they were good. They were good. <laughs> I just don't know about. Oh, fuck. I, I can't badmouth Penrith at all. There's nothing I can say. You know, oh, this player's, like, they're yeah. so strong across the board. But I just think, I don't know. I think the Rabbits will lift for this one. And um, yeah, it's going to be tight. And uh, yeah, Stocks and Panthers. So next game, Warriors and Broncos. I tipped the Warriors. I, I originally tipped the Broncos, but now they can get fucked. I'm going to go to Warriors. <laughs> Spot tips all around. No, jokes. Cool. Gonna, no, no, I'm going to go to the Broncos because fuck the Warriors. Um, oh, where are they playing that? Yeah, very clear. Good Johnson, uh, Johnson's back in and Flegler is back in on the bench. He came back from suspension. Is that right? Other side. Did he come back yeah, from yeah. suspension or injury? Yeah, yeah. Um, nah, suspension. He fucking yeah. folded someone last year. I can't remember. But I really rate Flegler. Like, obviously, he's played for Queensland. Um He's he's he, his go forward is incredible, and he hits hard in defence. He's just got shit in his game, you know. Like he's got yeah. he's ill discipline, gives away a, um gives away a lot of set restarts, penalties, and can drop the ball. But I think if that's out of his game, I think it'll be good. And I do, I, 
Um, the way so Ryan James is starting prop, which he's been good. I don't know how he's been. He's good. been solid, but I mean, he gets overshadowed by Haas a bit. But I think Flegler, because I, I wanted Flegler and Haas to start, and um, I think, and talking to uh, Brett, a uh, friend of the podcast, um, he made a good point. He said, you know, having Flegler and Haas probably the two best props at the same time probably isn't the best idea. So, uh, yeah, um, having yeah having him come off, but uh, that Palacia, he's moved out to an edge, which is interesting. He's, he's going pretty out good. To, yeah, He's been real good, good, mate. He's yeah. been real good. So, uh, so you're going to yeah, go the Broncos? Yeah, Broncos 15 plus, mate. Easy. And uh, stop twice on the Broncos. Bradley, you got the Broncos too? I've got Warriors, man. Have you? I, I've got no real reason to go for the Warriors. I just like it. Adam Fanil Blake. I don't mind Johnson if he plays well. It's, yeah. I think it's more emotional. I want the Warriors to win a game. I want them to. It's in. I think it's. I think it's a red cliff. I think it's yeah, yeah, yeah it is, mate. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing them win. I don't think they will, but that's my sort of smoky for the round is Warriors. All right, next game we have got Manly v Raiders. Um, the only real uh, change in the team is Kotrick comes in for that bell end with the rat's tail. <laughs> He's got COVID now. Hopefully, you don't have COVID <laughs> fucking twenty five weeks. Um, I don't know. I don't know why I don't like him so much. He just. Everything about him just pisses me off. I think his mouth guard's way too big. It's one of those ones yeah. that the mouth guard sticks out further than his gums. Fuck off. What um, size was your mouth guard when you played on a Tiny. I used to wear a junior one because I hated it. Yeah, yeah. I can't have him in my mouth. My mouth gets real dry. I don't know why. I played I played most of my rugby league with you, Hodgie. You had that uh, toddler-sized mouth guard up to a yeah, plane. It was uh, grade for literally, it only like covered probably like four of my teeth. And I only one, of the, one of the ones you buy at the pharmacy and you go. Yeah, it was exactly that. Yeah, yeah it was one of those. It was, like, it, yeah. it was like a kid's five to seven years old one. Um, oh, yeah. Um, this is being played on Mudgy. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, so, and it's a manly home game. Interesting. Yeah, um, down, the, down the road. Yeah, so that's Kotrick is only really in. So I have gone manly and... Stocks-wise, copying me, he's gone Manly also. Yeah, I'll go Manly. I think um, uh, Raiders were trash in that first half and they were obviously really good in the second half. So that was that was hard to tip because I was so shit the first, so good in the second. And But I think, and you guys might agree with me, but I still keep thinking of the Tommy Turbo factor. Like, it's so yeah, hard yeah. to tip against yeah. Manly. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, it, it's, it's so surprising they've lost two. And you go, yeah. where is it? Where yeah. is it? Where is it? Is it coming back? Is it coming back? And it wasn't really back last week, but it was more than the week before. It was Cherry Evans' field goal, but when's it coming back? So mm. keep tipping Manly at you, at, you know, your own risk, but it's it's not far away, surely. No. Well, I chance. think if any team, if any team's going to give Tommy the two things he needs, which is space and time, it'll be the friggin' Raiders. So I reckon that's why. And it should be, uh, I think it's Arvo 40, so dry. Um, and so you're going because it's down. always dry in the Arvo, yeah. Always, always, yeah, yeah. it's not raining down here in autumn, it's pissing down. You're going, who are you going? Um, man, you're like, Raiders. Man, like, man. you went Raiders. You fucking dog. No, read the wrong guy now. I've gone manly. All back, I never, I never, I never, I never, I never, I never, you backflipped it. Um, next Don't you game. call me out live? <laughs> Cowboys and Roosters. Your man Drinky has been added to the extended bench. I can't imagine he's probably going to get on. Um, I don't know. I don't know who he's coming on for. Uh, yeah, he's. I think he's 18th man, so highly doubtful that he'll, he'll get a run. Um, Kevin Aguaba has hey, been Dio. added to the extended bench for hey, the Dale, Roosters. Friend of the show. Hey Talia. Hey Talia. Um, hey. She's feeding me chocolate. Fat me up. I have gone the roosters in this one and for no particular reason. I think they had a stinker last week, but I just think that as a team, they have much more in them than they did. Um yeah. Robbo got COVID, so he's not traveling with them. I don't know who's gonna be their main coach. Um but yeah, what do you got? Oh, stocks he's got cowboys, actually. Please, where's he going? I usually spot tip yeah, whoever beats uh Brisbane, so yeah, I'm going on cruises. All right, 
and you've got Cowboys, brother. Next door, next Dave, game you could, you, is you. You could very well get one tip this week, and I'd be surprised or, if you got one or seven. It could be a masterclass, <laughs> yeah. and I could go to the. I could go to the top by like fucking heaps. It's gonna be one way or the other. He says it's gonna be over. Yeah. Good man. It's a big one. Um, next game is Storm's Dogs. Uh, Coates Grant are back in to the main squad uh, with Grant and um, the Cheese back in the team. Wishart moves to the extended bench, and I have gone the dog, uh, the Storm, and Stocksy has also the golden the Storms. What he's got? Storms. Storms. Yep. Storms yeah. easy. And last game. Eels and Dragons. Uh, Woods comes back into the Dragons team off the bench, and Burgess has been made, uh, has been named on the extended bench, but can't see him getting on. Um, Dragons are just, yeah, harder tips. So I'm going Perrin, Perrin, um, good <clears throat> so. and yeah, coming off a big win, man, game. against Melbourne, so yeah. Easily, I think it might be a bit of a drumming actually. I think Parrot's got a lot, quite a few points in them, so mm. um, there's no Combank, I think, time. as well. So, yeah, yeah. They, get, they, they get a they get an awesome crowd. Rough time for the Dragons and Sunday Arbo game, definitely be dry, sunny, good track. Yep. What do you got, yep. Brad? You got the Eels as well. Eels, all right. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. We'll just uh, so our tipping comp so far. Al is uh, dragging the chain. He only got two this week and he's on a total of 12. I only got three and I'm on a total of 12. Dave is got three also and he's on a total of 13. And the big B-Rad come back from the dead with six, which... You get six. <laughs> he got six Let's tips go. and he's only managed to get in front by one. <laughs> Fucking hell. Lucky. Lucky. So he's on a total of 14. So he's leading at the moment. Jesus, close, Let's mate. Go. 12, what's, 12, the 13, what's, what, what's the what's the winner get? I don't know. We, don't, I don't think we, we didn't really discuss it. So we yeah, should so we should come up with something. Um, yeah, so we'll yeah, come up with something. Get um, Volkswagen to donate an Amarok for the show, and winner gets something good. Yeah, yeah, Volkswagen. If you're listening, we'll uh, we'll we'll name Sausage the job at the end of the year. Volkswagen. Um, Matt, good, good pod. All right. Um, what about um? Hodgie, what about um, thanking our sponsors yeah, for yeah. wearing a lovely so, shirt, which I'd fucking love to get one, but it's sitting next to your bed. No, they're in the mail. I said that. Um, three yeah, three, three reborn, three thanks reborn to, jizz rags. Yeah, thanks to uh, yeah. Reborn, our, our main sponsor for this year. Um, reborn Clothing. Reborn.com. Uh, re, sorry, Reborn.clothing. <laughs> slash shop, I think it is. Um, Fuck, have another go, man. <laughs> <laughs> you'll see that you'll see the ad at the front i've already pre-recorded reborn good guy um yeah i'll dedicate this uh podcast to my beloved um taylor hawkins you should probably. it's very sad yeah I'm very really, i'm really bummed out about it and i've got tickets you've been, have you been smashing pulleys lately dude just non-stop yeah non-stop. i have too man and i just Fuck want them. to fucking piss tears every single time then something never comes, never leads to nothing. Nothing satisfies, but I'm getting close, closer to the prize at the end of the rope. All night long, a dream of the day. When it comes around and it's taken away, leaves me with the feeling that I feel the most. Feel it come to life when I see your ghost. 